Hey guys, welcome to the Rosen Swag Podcast. I'm Joseph Rosen Swag, the host of this show. All right, we got Mario Paisano on the episode today. This is another two-parter. That's right. We don't just have one, we have two now. Because uh, some people uh, are like me, and they can just talk forever. Uh, I don't know if it's a skill set or a mental illness, but shit, man. We went for a long time. We talk about a lot of shit in this episode. We get a little anti-Semitic. I'll say it. We talk about food. We talk about pricing. We talk about Jews. We talk about everything. And it ends up that I'm either a liar or really, really bad at math. I just throw out numbers and see what sticks. Anyway, uh, thanks for thanks for looking up this episode. Uh, thanks for uh, being on whatever platform you're listening on. Doesn't matter. We're on the show now. Ah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this has been a weird time recently. Like, uh, end of last year, beginning of this year, I had uh, COVID. Got a bunch of shit canceled. Not just here, but a uh, number of places. Uh, it it's been it's been annoying as shit. And uh, ever since I got back from COVID, I've been doing my normal sets and also just throwing in new jokes. I I had so much time to just sit down and write. It has been, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's been a thing. I've had a lot of shit that I've tried on stage for the first time. And uh, some of the some of the stuff's sticking, so I'll, I'll say it's good. I'll say it is good for right now. Uh, on top of that, uh, yeah, it's uh, like all the COVID shit between that and the cold. Uh, things are feeling frigid here. Uh yeah, it, it's going doing a show and having like two or three people show up max. That's that's uncomfortable. But hey, good news! I'm doing a bringer show at Gotham, and hey, if I if I do well, I might be able to do like some regular shit there. We'll we'll find out in a couple of weeks if you're available on the twenty fourth. Just hit me up. I know like 99% of the people listening to this know who I am, so why not do it? Why not come out and support a friend? This sounds like I'm begging. I kind of am. I, I'll i be honest. I am. Ah, yeah. Eh, that feels awful. But generally feeling good. Generally feeling good. Like, uh, I, I'm realizing like I am I'm actually doing well with this, I guess. I don't know. But uh, we'll see how the next few months go, how I'm feeling. I'm still going to be doing this afterwards, but I just I just want to put that out there. I I feeling good. I I've bombed a bunch recently, and like it, it used to be enough to like knock me on my ass. But it's like no, uh, I'm gonna make you motherfuckers laugh. I'm gonna make you laugh. Anywho. Mario's on the show. It's a great episode. We talk ad nauseum about comedy, uh, New York, just dated life, and everything in between. Uh, give it a listen. Give next week's a listen. Because it's a continuation of this one. You can't, can't get all the way through this and be like, well, I'm done. You have to listen to next week's too. So here is Mario Paisano on the Rosen Swag podcast. So... Anyway, what I usually do start out, like, uh, you know, basic questions. How the fuck do you get into comedy? 
Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I got into comedy. Well, I started doing stand up, obviously, literally about a year ago. Yeah. Um, but before that, I mean, I did just like acting and I was just always a little fucking shitty little kid, just always trying to make people laugh. So it just kind of naturally kind of came to me more or less. Well, like, uh, what kind of acting do you do? Like, were you trying to do, like, drama? Or were you doing stage, like, in front of the camera? Like, what the fuck uh, kind of shit? Yeah. Well, when I was a little kid, the very first thing I wanted to do was impressions. So I was, like, in maybe second grade, and they were holding auditions at my school for just whatever, a talent show. Mm -hmm. And um, I just remember that moment being inside of the, the playground and, you know, like a few kids you saw go inside the auditorium. And I just looked at this, like, door, this open door, and yeah. I was just like, it was like scary, but I was like, fuck yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead and, and try this out. Yeah. And the only thing I knew how to do was impressions. So I did like, you know, I'm like eight years old and I'm doing Louis Armstrong. <laughs> One of them they didn't like, though. One of them, I uh, I played a, an Asian in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> so I was just basically like, Godzilla, Godzilla. And they were like, all right, you can't do that one, though. And I was like, well, I, I couldn't even understand why. I was like, all right, that's fine. I thought it was an impression. But yeah, yeah it turned out I was racist. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Me around that age was basically just, I was the funny one in the friend group, and I remember in third grade, I we had like a writing contest in class, like creative writing, whatever, and whoever got like the uh, most votes went away with like a little box of candy or some shit, and nice. I just wrote this thing about, it was when uh, Michael Jackson was in the news a lot, <laughs> and every kid was like fucking... <laughs> for they, touching they children or what were you yeah, saying yeah, it, was, it was about that shit every kid was just like yeah he's fucking weird he looks creepy as shit we need to address this as a people mm -hmm. for some reason that was a hot topic in third grade and i just wrote a story about him being like some sort of alien demon fucking thing and I oh made yeah a bunch of like crass jokes throughout mm. also end up uh almost getting kicked out of cub scouts because of that shit you were in the Cub Scouts? Yeah. No fucking way, dude. Yeah, I, uh, I made the joke, uh, what's the uh, similarity between Walmart and Michael Jackson? They both have boy shorts half off. Hey. Yeah. That's a good one, man. That still holds up. Yeah, right. You know, unlike right, little right. kid's pants in hey. Michael Jackson's home. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, you've been doing this for a year now, thereabouts. Uh, like, uh, where'd you start out? I know, I know, I know you originally from Eastville. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, yeah, man, I started at Eastville. Uh, I just was Googling open mics, like open comedy mics, and Eastville popped up as one of the first ones. And, you know, I live straight down Atlantic Avenue. So for me, it was just like a straight drive down there. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, all I did was think about what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say. And even though, like, I knew how to perform on stage, because for a long time, I also hosted karaoke. I don't know. I got a long, I got a long history, but, uh, I was just like, but how do you tell jokes? You know, like I know how to talk yeah. when I'm with people and I know how to make situational humor. Yeah. But what's that first step of like set up punchline tag? Like, what does that even look like? And um, it was funny. I was actually standing outside. I was there super early, which is like unlike comics. We're late to fucking everything. And I was standing outside and there were two other comics there and they were like, yo, oh my God, man, is this your first time? I'm like, yeah. They were like, you're going to be so scared. <laughs> they were like, you're yeah. going to be so scared. And, uh, and I mean, sure, I was, but it's kind of funny because those same comics, like, I, I've never seen them again. Like, they've never I, done comedy. I mean, like, one of the uh, first guys I met, he's uh, this comic back in the DFW area, Mike uh, Bienvides. He was one of the first guys I met at Hyenas Comedy Club. Oh, first nice. First time doing this. 
And he goes, yeah, man, you're going to fucking suck. <laughs> I heard the same thing. Yeah, it's funny. And it's just weird. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm actually doing well now. Like, uh, I, I'm surprised how far I've gone. I mean, fuck it. I went across the country to do this shit. Yeah, man. Like, uh, with you, like, uh, I know you said you did the acting karaoke. Like, why comedy? Why why not go towards, like, the other things, doing that stuff? Like, you it yeah. seems like you were already doing stuff. You you were doing the acting, like, uh, why not pursue that? Why, why make people chuckle? Yo, dude, I just started leaning into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I always, I, I've always... I'm always on, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, whenever something's happening, it's like, I feel like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for a joke. Like, you know, like, it's almost like fucking Tourette's at this point. What What was the worst time that hit? Because I know for me, it was my grandfather's funeral. What about you? Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, it was my birthday. I was allowed to make jokes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, hell yeah, dude. You know, release the tension. That's the perfect time. But, you know, I don't know if there was necessarily a, like, a, a, a good time for it. Yeah. But, you know... All my life, and I was actually talking to another comic about this, was I always heard that I was rude. Like, yeah, I just heard that from people rude. all the fucking time. Yeah, incredibly rude. Like, if I brought you into, like, a group, I'd be like, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a lot. He's a great guy. <laughs> like, I am, I am going to, you know, put pressure. Like, I don't know what it is about me, but I just feel like I need to just say something totally inappropriate. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I just have to create some type of weird energy. I don't know what it is. But I just, I love it. It puts me in control, if that makes sense. Have you heard of the spectrum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhere. <laughs> I, when I was uh, over at Joey Rose's yesterday, there's this woman there who's describing how she she found out that she was autistic. And she's going through all these <laughs> things, and it's just like, well, I am definitely not going to see a therapist now because you're just describing me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm uh, definitely not autism because I'm I'm very outgoing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't talk to my blankets or some shit. You know, whatever autistic people, I have no idea what they do. Yeah, but um, but you know, for me, it's it's uh, I, I think just growing up in New York, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you're always on the defense. You know what I yeah. mean? Because people are always. I remember growing up in, especially in the '90s, and it was just everybody would want to diss you. That was the thing. Like. Yeah. They'd be like, yo, look at your ugly sneakers. And you're like, fuck, I do have ugly sneakers. Oh, uh, but look at your stupid face. Like, you always have yeah. to have a comeback. So I feel like I'm always on the, in the attack mode. It's like I, I have, like, PTSD. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I I know the feeling. Like, uh, area I grew up in, really rough, all that shit. Just having, like, oh, no, New York is fine for me. Like, this neighborhood I'm in right now. Yeah. Like, this reminds me of home. Yeah, well, th listen, Weird. Williamsburg is not real. Yeah. It's fucking, it's Disney World. You know I, what I mean? I love going to Williamsburg because it's like, yeah, I'm the toughest guy here. Oh, easily. Yeah. Listen, I walked past the guy that he had homeless people shoes on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was a clean-dressed guy, clearly lives in one of these apartments, yeah. wearing fucking broken shoes. Like, it's it just, this place is the upside down. You know, it's not yeah. the real New York. I remember driving past here, and my dad... Um, literally we'd lock the doors and like, we would go through red lights cause yep. this neighborhood was fucking horrible, dude. It was scary. Oh dude, you should have seen this during like the beginning of the pandemic, uh, right underneath Myrtle Broadway, there was a full fucking homeless encampment. I mean like oh, shit. 30, 40 people living there. Nice. Fucking nuts. Are you sure they weren't just waiting for an iPhone? Hello. Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, I was running down the street from people, but uh, yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> there was one night in particular where uh, like three people got into this huge fight. Uh, the bodega on that corner had like the window smashed in because person had thrown a two by four at another guy. Uh, like I. I downloaded Citizen that night just to keep <laughs> updates with it. Like, people were streaming that shit. Like, apparently some guy got stabbed. Another guy was, like, in the ER afterwards. A couple of people were dead. It was a whole fucking night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Citizen app, man, that shit is, like, that shit is, like, I don't know, like, like porn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. people are addicted to it. Dude, the, there was one morning, it's kind of funny to me. I woke up, and it's like, what's with all the fucking lights and sirens? Yeah, I, I heard a bang, and then it's just like get out of the bathroom. I see like a guy on a gurney being wheeled into the back of an ambulance. Police roping up. The scene is right over by that gas station over there. Yeah, and it's just I'm checking the system app. Two shot, huh? I still have to go to work. So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, man. I mean, in New York, it's it's we're inconvenienced by your death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I remember one time I was going to high school and uh, I was, first of all, I'm always late. I'm always late to everything. Uh, I'm habitually late. But there was this one time that I was, I was on time to school yeah. and somebody decided to jump in front of my train and kill themselves. Yeah. And I was in the front car. I didn't see it happen, but just the, it came to a screeching halt and we're there and people are flipping out. They're like, you know, they're like, what the fuck? I got to go to work, man. And they're just like, somebody jumped in the tracks. So they're like, yeah, just clean him off. Yeah. <laughs> just clean him off. And then let's fucking keep moving. It's just, that's New York for you. Yeah. It's like, I mean, like I, I almost lost a job because of that one time. Like I was going in for like the second day. Yeah. I was working in Long Island at this production company and a guy threw himself in front of the, uh, L R R L I double R. Yeah. Whatever. I always called it the lure because it's just, <laughs> it's I'm a Lord not, of the Rings book. Yeah. I was thinking Futurama, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things like guy jumped in front of the train and it's just like, well, yeah, now you get an Uber and it's like, hey, it's $75 to go up to fucking Baldwin. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, dude. No, listen, it's like not for, not for nothing. People jumping in front of the trains is the equivalent of saying like the dog ate my homework yeah. when you're late to fucking work. They're like, yeah, so what? Like, Figure it out. <laughs> they're like you should have left two hours early before he jumped, yeah. you know? Like, jobs don't give a shit, dude. And I remember I had to walk through Brooklyn to get to the next train station because they just shut it down. They, yeah. you know, police investigation, whole deal. And I had to walk through, like, the deepest part of Brooklyn. This is in the very early 2000s. Yeah. And I remember I made friends with this uh, with this one, like, black lady. And it was just kind of funny. We were just talking about, like, I, I never thought I would make friends with this, like, 45-year-old woman yeah. also on her way to the train. And she's like, this is some bullshit. And I'm like, I agree. Yeah, definitely is. Uh <laughs> You make weird friends here that are just, like, momentary friends. Because, like, uh, I was, uh, there's a post office a few blocks away from here. And uh, 7-Eleven right beside it. I was going to the post office. And I see this guy get physically thrown out of the 7-Eleven. This, uh, like. Which is what happens. Yeah, yeah, it's like this (laughs) six-foot-five, like, giant guy. Just fucking huge black guy. is thrown out. And then he starts uh, arguing with, like, six police officers on the street. I walk over to the 7-Eleven. There's this old black guy. 
You smoke Wait, it. you still went inside the Seven Eleven? Yeah, I had plans. Like you, <laughs> I had plans to stop there. You had a, you saw a giant guy get thrown out, and you were like, "I still need my my big gulp." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't you? But no, I'm going over the Seven Eleven. Yeah, and it's this like sixty, seventy year old uh, black guy there smoking a cigarette, and I asked him like, "Hey, what happened?" Ah, uh, just people acting crazy in there. All these kids nowadays. And by the end of it, we were just chatting about like how. People are going nuts from the virus and all that. Mm. Um, he's passed me a cigarette. We're having a whole conversation. We're talking life, all this stuff. And it's just, it was a fantastic day while we watched this guy, like, try to wrestle, by the end of it, like, six police officers. It was Holy great. shit. Yeah. yeah, wow. Did you witness the Eric Gardner murder? Is that what you're saying? No, uh, <laughs> no this guy you literally <laughs> threw a police officer. It was nuts. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, did they tase him, or what yeah. happened? That's how it ended. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It was funny as fuck. Yeah, no, totally, dude. Um, I yeah, all that's it, you know that type of stuff is pretty normal. Yeah. I actually because I work I work on the Upper East Side and yeah. I actually saw <laughs> it just looked like they called the cops on a black guy <laughs> just on the Upper East Side. There was just a guy kind of talking to himself. Yeah, that that sounds like the Upper East Side. Yeah, yeah. He was just like kind of talking to himself, and you had to see like literally police officers. Like it was the most dramatic, you know. NYPD blue type situation and like they pulled out and they were like all right sir calm down he's like I am calm yeah. <laughs> and I was like everybody's watching and I'm yeah. like oh shit I'm about to watch this guy get beaten up just being black on the Upper East Side I don't know uh, what what do you do for work anyway um so I'm a sales manager at a gym I can kind of see it. you working at a gym like you're the fittest comic I know yeah but- well yeah Eh. <laughs> it's all the roids I take. That's yeah, what it is, man. Yeah. That's why I'm so aggressive. It's roid rage. <laughs> Shit adds up. Uh, like, how how did you end up doing that of all things? Like, out of every comic I know that, let's be honest, we avoid the gym like the plague. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, yeah. It's, it's almost like, I, you know, look, I'll be honest with you. I remember, um, I remember wanting to get into comedy, and one of the thoughts I genuinely had was like, oh, you can't be fit and be a comic. Yeah. You just can't because it's Aaron just... Berg, Joe Rogan, I've run out of people. <laughs> yeah, no, like literally, if you do a push-up, it's like, go fucking, you pussy. Like, what are yeah. you doing? You know what I mean? Write some jokes. Yeah, what, uh, <laughs> don't work on this. Work on this, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just going to try it, and hey, man, if I'm funny, I'm funny. Yeah. Like, that. that's the equalizer. Just, if you're going to be funny, just be funny. It doesn't matter what you are, you Yeah, know? it seems like no one really gives a shit what you look like doing this as long as you're funny. I mean, uh, Alan Fitzgerald, mm. one of the funniest people I've met. Yeah. He he looks like the stereotypical comic. Like, you look at him, and it's like, it's either working in comedy or IT. Yeah. Otherwise, he does not see the light of day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The pa- pasty, you know yeah. what I mean? Just malnourished slightly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, I've always worked out, something I've always yeah. done. And then, you know, comedy was always kind of there too. And, you know, again, I was just like, fuck it. I mean, I've never heard, I've never heard anybody make like necessarily a comment, you know? Yeah. Like, because if you just suck, you suck, yeah. right? Or if you bomb, you bomb. But if you do well... It's undeniable, you know? So you just you just got to do your thing, man. Don't care what you look like. That's like an 80s kind of shit. Yeah. You know, the rolled up fucking blazer, you know? I mean, if you go through, like, uh, just all of us hanging out last night, it's like, you were pretty well dressed. Uh, like, I, I normally dress like homeless chic. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you have uh, Chris, who has, like, 
a peacoat and sweatpants on. It's a whole mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're a mixed bag of people, man. Yeah. You know, comedy is awesome like that, actually. Like, yeah. the, the more I think about it, um, you know, if I, it's like it's like I actually feel at home. It's so weird. It's like me and my weird thoughts, how I am. It's yeah. like it's like, oh, there's a bunch of people that are weird just like me in their own way. You know, versus you say something in front of normal people, they're like, they gasp, you yeah. know? I mean, I can't say most of the shit that I want to around regular people. Oh, no. I say it around comics, it's like, yeah, man, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah, you, you could know? say some dark shit and you go, oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, the amount of joking about suicide in comedy. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. Even, like, if you did that around normal people, you'd be locked up. Oh, yeah, dude. I made a I made a joke at my job, like, a few weeks ago about ending it all. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I was like, today's really bad. I just feel like going to the bathroom and just fucking drowning myself. And they were just like, yeah. they, they literally were just like, Mario, listen, it'll be fine. Do you need a coffee? Is everything okay? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm not going to kill myself yeah. in the steam room. It's fine. Oh, it's like, uh, like I, I bombed a set a couple of days ago. And it's just like, hey, can you just stab me in the neck right now? Yeah. I, I made the same Comet a few weeks ago at work and just like uh you need to take like a walk around the block or something clear your head and it's just like no i'm just uh i'm good it's just a <laughs> shitty day like yeah yeah as we have to verbalize it yeah I, it's like uh i was i was working on a bit about like bombing an airport okay it seems like more efficient than anything else this is uh years ago and like I was talking, this is when I was working in production, I was joking with uh, some of the grips about that on one particular day. And it's just like, yeah, man, you probably shouldn't say that so close to reporting equipment. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, shit, for years when I would travel, again, this is before yeah. comedy, like I would make inappropriate jokes to the TSA. Yeah. Where I'd be like, listen, I, you know, I, I have my gun in my, in my jacket. So yeah. just, you know, be careful with that. It, you know, and like, I'm casually making this joke and my friends would be like, dude, shut up. Like, what Don't are you do doing? That. Yeah. Yeah. They could black bag us right now and fucking take yeah. us to Guantanamo, you know? Well, I was 12 years old. I got pulled <laughs> off to the side for that extra screening, you know, where they really patch it down. Yeah. Because I was making jokes about bombs in line. Yeah, dude, you can't even, you can't do that. Yeah. I was 12. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, and and listen, it is right, like to a degree, yeah. but it's just, it just sucks that there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at like a comedy club, there's not at an open mic. Like as long as you aren't talking over the guy on stage, you're good. Oh, for yeah. sure. I mean, for sure. Like last night, obviously, I was at Black Hat, and like I said, after three hours, dude, I was listening to my tape this morning, and I must have said, I was so frustrated. I must have said, "Fuck shit." and bitch like 400 times yeah. before I even actually said real words just because I was so frustrated. Um, you know, just to like wait that long. Like that's the thing that people don't know about open yeah. micers. It's like, Hey, listen, I get it. We're called open micers. Like we're fucking roaches and shit, yeah. which half of us are, but, uh, you know, but for the most part, man, it's a fucking grind and it's a yeah. struggle. And you're just like, shit, I just got to get the words out in front of people and see if there's a reaction to it. Um, I ended up talking about fucking a pillow. So that's about as creative as I get. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about where you're at in comedy now? I mean, like with, like I've seen you like post up about like a couple of smaller shows, things like that that yeah, you're yeah. doing. I, I, I know personally, like uh, I was feeling really shitty about where I was after, especially when all my shit got canceled. Thank you, Omicron. Uh, and 
It's like I had a couple of comics like Kerbin and a couple of others be like, oh, man, I want to be where you're at right now. And that is the saddest shit that I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, it's funny. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I've gotten that before, too, where yeah. they're just like, hey, dude, you know, you're like you're doing a lot of stuff. That's awesome. All that. And it's like, yeah, you know, sure, I am. Right. But not yeah. at we, we always feel like we need to be doing more, even if like we are seeing some quote unquote success, if you want to call yeah. it that, you know, even if you want to call it that. But really what it just means is we're on the grind. We're in front of people. We're on mics. And we're just always doing stuff. So, like, for me, you know, listen, man, I think that, like I said, comedy is the great equalizer. You know what I mean? It's just if you're funny, it's undeniable and people will put you on shows and you're going to do better at mics naturally time over time because it's a muscle that just gets stronger. You know what I mean? Like some of it's natural, but a lot of it is just the work. So I kind of like... I don't know, man. I, I, you know, listen, I'm sure. Do I want to be further? Absolutely. But that's yeah. why this year it's really like foot on the pedal, you know, definitely a lot more shows reaching out to more bookers. Cause yeah. I personally don't like reaching out to bookers. I fucking hate it. Like, I don't want to do that because I feel like a fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm I mean, out there like, right I'll suck now, you off. Put me on your show. I'm fucking doing all that shit with uh, the festivals right now. Like I've been recording every set that I'm doing just so in case there's like one good one in front of like an actual audience. Yeah. Like I did a show about a month ago in front of a packed room of five people. Mm. It's like, yeah, I did really well with five people. This looks like nothing. This video is terrible. Can't use that shit. Delete. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Even if you do really well. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Five people is not enough. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, uh, I'm actually going to try to go back down to Texas for, like a weekend or something just so I can do one of the comedy clubs there with like 200 people in the audience and say, yeah, fucking kill it. All right. Got the video. Now I can go back to making no money back up state. Oh yeah, yeah, man. And I, I don't know. Like, look, I was talking to a comic not that long ago that he's been doing comedy for like 10 years now. And he was telling me about how he was like submitting his just for laughs video, mm-hmm. you know, for the auditions that just passed uh, on Monday. And the way he was just talking about, I mean, Grant, and listen, this guy, he's been doing it for 10 years. People know him. He performs everywhere. And you had to see almost that like anxiety of like, yeah, man, I'm going to put this for just for laughs. And like, I don't know. It's like, I, I, there's a part of me that romanticizes the grind in terms of just being like, Hey man, this is how you come up. Just have a love for comedy. Just have a love for writing better, be better. And then things will come to you. Um, but, you know, there is also that part of, like, you do have to reach out to bookers eventually, and you do have to kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, you have to be willing to uh, just get nothing for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, and also, too, it's like, you also have to understand, it's like, who the hell do I think I am? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I think I'm that funny yeah. that everyone's going to reach out to me. Sure, some people will just because you make connections, but, like, yeah. for the most part, a lot of motherfuckers have never heard of you. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, most people haven't heard of most comics, like working comics. Oh, 100%. Like you like mentioned Doug Stanhope to a normal human being. Oh, yeah, and he's huge. Yeah. That's and the no funny part. no one knows part. who the fuck he is. Oh, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's not like you're saying like an obscure comic. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like. No, he's fucking huge, man. I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then you're like, well, listen, he's really good. He has these albums. Like, you don't want to go into old discography. Like I was explaining to some old college buddies of mine, I got Sean Patton on my first show. It's so fucking cool. It's so fucking awesome. Who the fuck is Sean Patton? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like he's, he's a really, he's a really funny guy. Oh yeah, been doing comedy yeah. for like twenty years. No big yeah, deal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, like I want to be at that level where only comedy nerds know me. Like that. That's like my ten year goal. Like, and Hell comedy's yeah. just like, yeah, comedy nerds know who I am. No one else does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, man, I, uh, hell yeah, that's, that's definitely, I guess, like a goal to a degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, we all have like little aspirations that we want to get to. I always look at it as increments. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never think like it, the, the funniest thing to me is when I see an open mic comic do one open mic, they get, uh, they get some laughs, yeah. half of them sympathy. Let's just be honest. People yeah. are laughing because we can tell it's your first time. Yeah. And they get off stage and then you see them post on Instagram for the next four months. Like I'm ready for my Netflix special. Yeah. Oh, I crushed. Well, they'll take a five. I'm sorry. They'll take a five yeah, minute set. Go. Here we go. They'll take a five minute set and they will chop that into 420 videos of like segments of little laughter. And they're like, yeah. check this out. Yo. Now check this out. Meanwhile, you're wearing the same outfit from the same set. Do this 400 more times. Yeah. <laughs> Do it 400 more times within a year. And this one set, this five <laughs> yeah. minutes will be passable. Oh, dude, listen, I, I was I was kind of doing some rough math on how many times I went up in uh, 2021 yeah. easily. Right. There's 365 days in a year. Yeah. Last I checked, I easily went up over f- over probably 400 times. Yeah. Same here. It's just like I know, like, especially when I first got back doing comedy, I was doing like three or four a a day. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I. Uh, so like it was. I signed up for, like, the Gotham Bringer show, right? Okay. And the first question the guy asked me is, how many times have you been on stage? And it's just like, <laughs> well, I've been doing it for about three years. So, uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, like over a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been doing this for a minute, man. Which is funny because you could do it a thousand times. And still fucking suck. still suck. <laughs> still not be good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw I mean this, we've seen it. Yeah. I, I saw this guy at... Uh, couple of open mics here talking about how he's fucking amazing. He's great, but people don't want to book him because he's like a handsome white guy. He was not. And then this guy goes up and I see him like three, four times throughout the week. Bomb every time. Yeah, that totally stops bookers, by the way, when you're too handsome. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just the audience can't control. They can't focus on your jokes. And he was saying like, yeah, that's my biggest problem. And it's just like. I think the jokes are the the issue here, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I think it's I it think was it's funny you. To see him getting pissed off at every mic I saw him at, though. That was that was my favorite part of the week. Well, yeah, man. Listen, if you want to see like if you, <laughs> as a social experiment, mm-hmm. I think every person should go to at least one open mic and see the underbelly of the world. Yeah. Like, see what's happening. You know, mental breakdowns right in front of you, where you go, like, this person, this guy's my pharmacist. <laughs> You know, like this is a real fucking person walking the streets in New York. I the one of my favorite things is like at Black Cat, the people who wait hours and hours and end up in the last block. Oh, that was watching. Me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I've been there and just seeing the person degrade over time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. It's it's we all lose steam. Yeah. So in the beginning, you're like, "Fuck yeah, I'm ready for this. I got some new bits I want to work on. This is gonna be fun." Yeah. And like the first, like however many comics, like eight, nine comics. It just, you slowly over time, you now you're there for an hour and you're like, you start to yawn. You're like, holy shit, you know? And then after a while, people don't know this, but a lot of times comics go up and then 
like they just leave. Yeah. Like they stay for maybe one more comic and then they get out of there. So a room of like 30 people, by the time sometimes you go up, dwindles down to like five. Yeah. And now you're just talking shit, you know, yeah. at this point. It's like, why am I even working on bits? I could just be shouting this in the street and get the exact same reaction. Oh, you if you put a hat, you probably make some money. Exactly. You know? And anyway, that's my plan with all my PA equipment and shit like that. I'm going to go to the corner over there. There's usually a street preacher. I'll knock him out of that section and just start uh, ranting. Yeah. That's my plan. Oh, dude. I mean, listen, the end is nigh, you know? <laughs> No, there's actually a, I don't know if, I don't know his name, but there's this bald dude. Uh, he's part of the bald festival. He's a rapper. He's this white guy. Yeah. And what he does, he like posts up with a little PA system in front of like Madison Square Garden and he'll just like freestyle rap like what's happening around him. <laughs> and uh, dude, we should do that with comedy. You just go up and do an impromptu fucking Penn Station. You know what I mean? I, Not a good idea. All right, I'll take it back. <laughs> no, I, I've thought about doing this and then it's immediately followed by, how quickly will I have the shit kicked out of me by people? Uh, or shit thrown at you. Yeah. I think that's that's more accurate to yeah. what it is, you know? Um, I actually, I, well, it's kind of funny. Just, I don't know why I thought of, like, homeless people when I thought of that. Yeah. And um, I've, I don't know if you've seen her. There's this, there's this lady that goes to some shows and some open mics. Um, I, she, listen, I'll be nice. Yeah. But she has onset crack like oh, crack yeah. face <laughs> like, I, I know exactly who you're talking do you know what i'm talking about i'm pretty sure i know who you're talking about yeah like i've seen her like two three times and like she really like tries like god bless yeah. her man but like no teeth and she's just doing her th she's living her yeah. truth and did, i'm like you, hey that's 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 did comedy you ever go to the creek in the cave like uh i know you only started about a year ago but you ever venture out that way prior to the pandemic so no but i mean i do know creek in the cave obviously yeah, yeah. There used to be a guy I would see there once or twice a week who was, uh, I have no idea if he was like in his early 30s or late 70s. Yeah. And he would go to the back, just smoke crack in the back area. Like actual crack? Yeah, like he had a little glass pipe and everything. Holy and shit. And he would do that in between mics. Yeah. And you just see him sitting in the back there just going. Just tweaking. Tweaking. Having... But he would go up there on stage, have some ramblings. It was a new set every time. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Nice. Between that and the, like, there was another homeless guy. You could just say Ben Galartner, okay? You don't yeah, have yeah. to stop beating around the bush. But no. the, there was another homeless guy. <laughs> we all think just kidding, he might ben, I love a you. veteran or something. Because uh, he had, like, army fatigues on when he would come in. He'd get drunk as shit and then try to start fighting who was ever at the open mic. Like, okay. Until he passed out. Jesus Christ. They have nothing to do over there, do they? You never went to the creek in the cave. Like, you, we talk about how, like, shitty a lot of these places look. Sure. Creek, creek in the cave was giant and awful and amazing. Because, mm. like, anyone could just walk in there and you had no idea what you were about to encounter. Like, one of the, like, the main room, like, I used to see this old woman go up there on occasion start doing like a uh like hacky like 1930s 1940s style set and then start <laughs> stripping yeah yeah she's like syphilis <laughs> like, yeah, okay. she, she was doing that kind of shit <laughs> yeah and then it's like just started removing all of her clothing and doing a whole routine she had to be like in her 70s no shit hell yeah well over like 250 pounds so grandma's a slut yeah. that's what's up 
Oh, apparently she had videos on like X videos, some shit like that. One guy showed me it one night, and it's like, oh, awful. Oh man, just a fucking. Oh my god, was it shot in black and white? Fucking old lady. Damn. No, but uh, she she really did like black guys. Oh, yeah. you know, I think when you get older, you either become racist or you just like fucking yeah. everything. <laughs> you just accept everything. You're like, you know what? I used to not like black guys, but now, fucking, I'm gonna die anyway. Who cares? Yeah. Weirdest part was all the videos were the, like really young black guys. Oh, I, I still have no idea how that went about. Like she just went up to like some guy in like his mid twenties, like, "Hey, you want to see what uh, what Roosevelt got into?" Yeah, huh. that's right. Yeah. That's why his legs stopped working. She gave <laughs> that motherfucker polio, dude, through her puss. Um, no, dude, that goes to show you that men don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Like we do not care. Well, we will have sex with anything. As long as the offer's on the table. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. No, exactly. Like, if an old lady... I'd be like, yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What are you talking this about? This is a story. Worst case scenario, <laughs> it's a story now. Yeah, I'd be like, well, this is taking too long. Or why are we not leaving already? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, Creek in the Cave sounds crazy. But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. Even in New York, we just get the most random characters yeah. at these mics. You know, it's like... Again, I don't know. Like, this is probably not a good idea. But I was honestly kind of like thinking about kind of like a documentary-ish yeah. about open micers, just like the open mic scene. Like, what does that look like? Because half the time, whenever you see these comedians, they're well-established, well-polished. Yeah, and then they're all- part of doing this right here because, like, mm-hmm. nobody knows who I am. No one knows who you are. Oh, yeah. And this it's is, just like, yeah. like, the biggest comedian I've had on here is nothing. It's like, yeah, I did a festival. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen, I yeah. did one, too. Yeah. And I paid to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, man, I did a festival. Cool. At, have you done anything else? No, man, but it's a really cool festival. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, nope. we did it at Broadway. Yeah. Which is like, you know, come on. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? But, yeah. You know, but again, it, and and that's why, like, when you look at uh, some of the documentaries, like, don't get me wrong, like, Sam Morell's documentary was, was really cool. Yeah, it was great. And, you know, and the thing is, it's it's kind of cool to see those guys and those girls because they're super polished. You know, they're performing at, the, uh, at you know, Cellar all the time. Yeah. And, you know, they're killing it, right? Yeah. But they, they're already so deep into their career that they're, they're super polished. They're good. You know, we have a lot of comedians that are in the open mic scene that, you know, maybe we're not. Yeah, obviously we're not there, but yeah. you know, definitely through development, you could almost see a trajectory of like, well, you got something like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're gonna, you're gonna eventually branch off into, you know, bigger and better things. It's just not there yet, you know? So it's just kind of cool. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was thinking about kind of doing a documentary, but that's why, I mean, even just this podcast, right? It's like yeah. an audio recording of something that we could look back and hopefully, you know, knock on wood, yeah. You know, fucking, you know, we, we become something. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I, I started recording these back when uh, I was living with two other guys in a, an area where a person shits in front of my door at least three days a week. Like, what do you do with your life? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. I love stepping over shit in the morning. That's great. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I want to be able to see that progression. That was part of this whole idea. Just like, yeah, no one has like, actual comics talking about, like, comedy and shit on there. It's always about, like, hey, man, did you see this movie? Did you uh, mm-hmm. watch that game? And it's just like, no, talk about comedy. Oh, God. Comedians. I fucking, listen to me. All right, yeah. look, here, here's the big thing, right? Because obviously nobody could see me, but, you know, if you, you ever do get a glance at me, like, I work out, it's my thing, 
but everybody, I remember growing up, just everybody would talk about like sports with me and I fucking cannot stand sports. Like I just can't like people are always, I don't even know. I, I don't even know if I should be doing anything yeah. with my face, but Let's just take a picture for the uh, post. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, man, people would always try to talk about like sports with me yeah. and not for nothing. I just couldn't give a shit. I always did the fake. Oh yeah. That game. Yeah. I saw it. It was cool. Yeah. It, like, same here. I, generic answers i'd give them they'd be and then you would see they would notice that i didn't watch yeah. it because they would be like oh what happened in the fourth quarter that was crazy right when he threw that pass and i'll be like crazy <laughs> you know like oh uh, yeah and i like i was this height and built like i am now back in like sixth seventh grade so everybody's just like yeah he's corn fed white boy obviously plays football and it's like throwing I, hay <laughs> yeah it's just like no i uh i i've never watched a football game i really like the ads during the super bowl fun <laughs> yeah like I, I like don't get me wrong like i've been to a bunch of yankees games it's yeah. kind of like you have to well, as you, a new yorker well, i mean like going to like any sporting event like you get invited to like like hey man i got some tickets you go because it's a fun day out with your buddies otherwise yeah. it's just like no i'm not gonna not gonna turn that on the tv yeah and you know going back to your question about like comedy and stuff like that uh like how i got started you know i was in little league when i from like you know, five years old up until like maybe like eight or nine. Yeah, I know you're Puerto Rican. And it's just what it's just what we have to do. You know, well, I'm Italian and Puerto Rican, so you know, my my dad wanted he's the Italian yeah, you're one. Rushing the bases with a little stiletto in hand, I get you. Yeah, that's uh, you know stealing bases. They fell off the back of the truck, you know. <laughs> but uh, but you know, I I remember they would. <laughs> I, I was such a fuck off. Yeah. That they put me in the outfield, <laughs> like that was to go fuck yourself. Yeah. But even then, I would talk to the people <laughs> left. So if I was like, you know center field i'm talking to right field yeah. like hey what's up dude did you you know just bullshitting about cartoons and we would miss like yeah. we, we would miss a fly ball yeah because i'm fucking talking to this guy so i've i don't know i've always just been a that guy yeah, you know what yeah. i'm saying i i have the genetic predisposition not to shut up that that's an issue mm -hmm. like, oh yeah it's like verbal text yeah. yeah like uh i don't know about your family but mine like a conversation is like a two-hour event you sit down, you strap in. This is now happening. Mm, yes, I yeah. do know what you mean. And um, normally that's like happening in the kitchen. Yeah. You know what it's I'm saying? centered around wherever there's food currently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like uh, most conversations happen in the kitchen. Most domestic violence happens in the kitchen. That's a real I statistic. Mean, <laughs> I can see like how those are connected. Yeah, eventually, right? <laughs> yeah. And there's weapons there. So yeah. it's like fucking perfect battleground, you know? I get That'd be like saying, like, yeah, uh, most car-related accidents happen around cars. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, that should be the new move for the UFC. They should have that shit inside of, like, an Ikea prop kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. ultimate fighting kitchens, U, UFK. Um, no, but, uh, you know, I have a question for you, man. Yeah. Who do you, like, who do you feel are your top, like, I know this is a very hard question, but, like, who do you feel is, like, your top three comedy influences uh and i know it's hard it, it's a weird one for me because uh like mark Marin is part of the reason why i got in comedy like i was like the lone jew i knew and being like late teenager early 20s obviously angry at the world because uh that's how you are around that age like when you're a teenager there's sure. this part of you that's like ah oh, yeah let's let's be a shithead and yeah yeah this Girls don't like me. My dick is hard all the time. Yeah, that kind of shit. I smell what's happening. Yeah, like <laughs> all the teenage angst built up into like, oh, 
this guy's an angry Jew. I get that. Mm-hmm. And, like, never being around angry Jews because, like, my dad's a Jew and he's a fucking saint. Mm. And it's just like, yeah. Uh, a Jewish saint, but yeah. Yeah. You know, my mom's Catholic. She she can canonize him. But, uh, <laughs> like, being around that, it's just like I, I'd never actually been near anyone like that in my life. And it's just like, yeah, he's funny. He... He's smart, all that shit. And it's like, cool. That's my guy. Uh, Louis, mm. obviously. Hell yeah. Uh, like, he, he's always been one of my favorites. Like, the first time I remember seeing him, I was like 12 or 13 years old. Mm. And one of my friend's dads was watching something on Comedy Central with him on it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Hell yeah. And uh, after that, it's kind of a toss up. Like, you have uh, obviously Carlin, just because. Like, the man made more specials than anyone else. He has... 14? Yeah. Uh, I think there's another one coming out this year. Really? Like, I, I'm being serious. Like, some yeah. shit that was, like, something they never released. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I could see that. Yeah. But it's just going to be a little bit... I mean, hopefully there's, like, video and it's not just audio and they, like, uh, cut a cartoon of some fucking white guy. I mean, know? there's that uh, prior, like, probably someone, like... I grew up on a lot of black comedy, so mm. like Cat Williams, fucking love him. Uh, oh well, yeah, the Pimp Chronicles, bro. Yeah. That was fucking the most quoted thing for like a couple of years, dude. Like I had that Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, mm. I fucking love Bernie Mac. I, I, my dad, <laughs> yeah, my dad loved like black comedy, so mm-hmm. it's just like I grew up with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, nah, dude. I mean, what about you? Shit. Uh, I, I've thought about this just in case this question comes yeah. up. So I actually baited you to ask me. No, but uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, first, the very first person for me was Carlin. And the thing is, because we had the illegal cable box growing up. Yeah. <laughs> so I we had HBO and all of his specials would come out. And I'd watch them and I had no idea what the hell he was talking about because I'm like seven years old. Yeah. But there was just something about it. I'm like, oh, this is comedy. Yeah. You know, even though half the time he's preaching. Yeah. But I loved it. And even watching it back now, I'm like, amazing stuff, right? The guy predicted the future. He yeah. was always 15 ahead, uh, fifteen years ahead, right? Always. Yeah. Still, even with his last special, he's talking about cell phones that'll scratch your balls and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, we're basically there now. Um, but definitely Carlin, uh, definitely Louie. I saw Louie back in like 2007. This is way before his show. Yeah. And I went to the I went to the cellar and he, I, like it was like a, a midday show. It was like a six o'clock show or something like that. And like he went up and just crushed. And there was only like 15 of us in the audience. But he crushed. And I was like, this guy is amazing. Yeah. And just watching his specials and just his cadence. And I'm like, I was like, this guy is amazing. It just it just blew my mind how good he was. Yeah. So definitely Louis that is was, a big influence. That was around when I got into him. I was like 13, 14 years old. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, oh, dude, huge influence because he would just say the most wild yeah. shit, like left field yeah. stuff where you're just like the turn that his jokes take. You're yeah. just like, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. You know, so it's kind of like a marriage of the two of like George Carlin, really smart, yeah. you know, like introspective humor. And then you have Louis talking about just, I don't know, getting blowjobs like I, he's just I, like, cool. I, I'm against lesbians. Uh huh. Not like. Because ethics, morals, or anything, just geometrically, it doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, that's like a perfect joke. Ramming two buckets together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Or, um, you know, my 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 mom, uh, 
my mom was an anorexic. Uh, she was 300 pounds. She was bad <laughs> at it. I mean, come on, dude. The, the little, just come on, in and out. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and then the last one, I mean, he's like, that one's a little tough. I have to throw in this comic because he did play an influence definitely in the late nineties or early two thousands for me. And that's Chris Rock. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, bigger and blacker. I mean, whatever ones I can't even, I'm drawing a blank right now, but like all the ones that he did in like those late nineties. Yeah. I mean, dude, we, all my friends would quote dude. his comedy for like years. Those two weeks I was stuck in here because of COVID. I watched all of his specials. I have them like computer right now they're fucking great mm-hmm. they still hold up still hold up super smart yeah i mean you know that's how you know like and that's that's kind of what you know at least for me like sure i write kind of kind of you know silly stupid jokes yeah. shock value sh- jokes but i you know i do want to you know lean towards writing those jokes that can hold up in like 10 years like yeah. like for instance like patrice o'neill like take any of his things from 2005 where I mean, he's talking about relationships, yeah, and it still applies today. That like all of his stuff, like on the radio, all that shit still holds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, because when you're speaking to like universal truths, yeah, right. And I, I understand. I sound like a fucking shithead. I'm a stupid open mic comic. Yeah, and I'm talking that, about that's what truths. Ev- but anyone who gets behind that microphone <laughs> says some dumbass shit. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Just roll with it, man. Who the fuck do I think I am, yeah. Buddha over here? No, but you guys know what the fuck I'm saying, okay? Yeah. You know, you, you when you when you're creating some type of art, you do want something to last, and you don't want it to be just a fad. You know, when you're yeah. on stage, it's fucking. You know, you got to live in the moment. So sure, you'll talk about some dumb shit that just happened, but then also too, you want to say something that could outlast. Yeah. You know, like time. Like fucking, I don't even know what I'm saying, but you you got what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you want to, I nobody creates anything with the initial idea that. No one will remember this. That's the thing you want. Sure. Like, the there's a fundamental like impermanence we know is there with everything. And it's just like this is as close to getting something that will stay here as I can. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this is the part of two dumb fucks talking yeah. about things they have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> I don't know. No, but no, I, I I agree with you, man. You know, we're all we're all just trying to we're all just trying to make something that's going to be fun, that's going to yeah. be cool. Um, but you know, uh, you know, again, for comedy, man, I, I, I think it's just so awesome because you could literally be yourself. Yeah. Right. And if you're not being yourself, it shows. Absolutely. hundred percent of the time. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've tried doing like bits then it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to work on this from this perspective. And it's not my perspective. It does not work. It does yep. not build up correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, sometimes I think of, like, what would I say in a conversation? Yeah. Like, to be funny with my friends. Like, what would I say? And then follow that natural path yeah. of just how I would say it, you know, and then just take that, put it on stage, add some tags, you know, make yeah. it fun. Like, uh, I mean, most of us got into this because at some point someone in our friend group was like, saying, like, hey, man, you're funny. And then we just built on that. That became our personality. Sure. I mean, I got a lot of, you're not funny, Mario. And I'm like, fuck, I got to be better. That, that's the other thing. <laughs> I, and the unreleased episode with Akshay. Because uh, yeah. I don't want him to get deported. Anyway. Uh, oh, sh- oh, is there a hidden episode? Yeah. I. Oh, is that the one where he talks about he works for ISIS? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like he, he said, like, he realized he wanted to do comedy because he knows the exact right inappropriate thing to say in any conversation. Ah. Like, he can make anyone uncomfortable with what he says. 
yeah, I mean, it's a it's a talent. Yeah, you know what I mean <laughs> to be that uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if you know his background, but like he worked in like finance and stuff like that, and he would just like walk into a conversation, start chatting, and then just say some off the wall bullshit. Yeah, that would just make everyone leave. It's nice. Like, I'm good at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, he's a uh, Indian John Lovitz. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm like, that's John Lovitz, just brown. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I mean, uh. Again, it's, 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 I don't know. It's one of those things you just think about a lot all the time when you're a comic, you're just like, oh, I got to write a joke. I got to write a joke. Actually, what's like a pet peeve of yours once people find out you do comedy? Uh, there's obviously the tell me a joke one, but that, that's I want to slit their fucking throats when they say that. Every fucking time. I, I wish I had I, a razor just ready to go. I tell them the lamest jokes I can. Oh, you'd actually answer it with a joke? No, if they insist, if they insist on it, like, yeah, they keep going. Like, uh, one of them, it's probably the first joke I ever wrote. I was in, like, first or second grade, and I wrote, a man walks into a bar, rubs his forehead, and says, where the hell did that come from? Which is technically a joke, and it is terrible. That sounds like one of those fucking, one of those from a book. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I 101 dad jokes or some shit. And it's like, I went through, like, I was going through, like, one of those, like, knock-knock joke-type books back yep. in elementary school, and it's like, I can write one of those, and technically I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, no one likes it. Everyone hates it, and I love that feeling of like, ah, oh, yeah, man. That's good. You should keep at it. And it's like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, those shits, oh, my God. They're just, it's it's the worst. Well, I mean, just as a really quick side note, yeah. I actually did one of those stupid yuck, yuck jokes just randomly. I was walking down the street, and uh, what, like, what, did the, uh, what, did the, the, <laughs> what did the dad be say to the mom be? Honey, I'm comb. Fucking just blow my brains out. Yeah. If you guys ever see me in the street, just take me out of my misery. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's just, it's like, I almost don't try to tell people. Like in the beginning, I was excited. I was yeah. like, yeah, I do comedy. Like I was offering that information up just because I thought it was cool. A conversation yeah. piece. You know, I was excited to start it. But then after a while, I'm just like, all right, now it's like dance monkey, you know? Yeah. And that right. shit isn't cool. The worst one for me is when someone tries to be funny at me. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that's the one that gets me. Yeah. You like, see their whole attitude change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once they find out and they try to like do jokes, they try to be like silly around you. And it's just like, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I don't do that shit normally. Like I do that with my friends. I'll do that with other comics. Exactly. I don't. You're a civilian. I want you to realize that. Yeah. In my life, you are just. There as a person at best. Yeah. Just be normal. Yeah. Just be normal. And if funny happens, it happens. Yeah. You don't force funny. Yeah. We know this. It's like a shit. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's how you yeah. That's how you get hemorrhoids, man. That's true. Those people are the human hemorrhoids yeah. of society when they try to make us laugh. And I'm like, dude, you're not I see comedy more than the way more than the average person. I, I have seen like think about it yesterday. You saw three fucking hours of comedy. If you want to call it that. <laughs> sure. You saw three fucking hours of people attempting comedy. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, like, on an average week, we see technically comedy. So we see, what, like 10, 12 hours of stand-up? A week? At least. Uh, Easily. Yeah. Easily I'm saying a, week. a bad week. Like, you take a few days off, you... Only go to one or two mics a day at most. 
Oh, yeah. The average mic, the average mic is going to run you a couple hours. Yeah. The average mic. Bare minimum hour and a half. And especially if you stay for the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're there forever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, like, those people, like, I, it's funny. I, uh, I was talking to one of my bosses. He came in. He hasn't seen me yeah. in a while. And, uh, like, he was like, he baited me. He was like, oh, you know, how's, how's, how's life outside of, you know, the job? Yeah. And I was just like, well, you know, I've been doing comedy. He goes, yeah, I've been, I've been hearing, I've been hearing rumors about that, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, what if I heckle you? What if I was, uh, you know, in the audience and I heckle you? I was just like, well, you know, I would uh, make you regret it. Yeah. That's the first thing. And then his response was, um, no, I'm very confident in myself and uh, <laughs> I would be funny. And I was like, all right. Uh, and, you know, he's my like big boss. So yeah. I was like, oh, absolutely, sir. Yeah. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I just dropped the argument. I'm like, I'm not going to even, this guy signs my checks. Yeah. Fuck it. I, I kind of love the fact that I'm at a point with my job where I'm a, so essential to the business. They closed down for two weeks while I had COVID. So I can get away with that kind of shit with my boss. Nice. Like, uh, he'll, he'll give me some shit about that, and then I can just roast him on the spot. <laughs> it is so refreshing. Yeah. And, like, after that two-week hiatus, it's like the whole restaurant shut down because just I was gone. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna use this to the fullest extent now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, man. I, it's just these. I don't know, dude. I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, and I feel like there's no other kind of like profession or like artistic profession. Yeah. Like, for instance, if somebody said there was a painter, they'd be like, "All right, well, draw me like yeah. right now." Like, who the fuck does that? You know what I mean? Musicians. They'd be like, "All right, play piano immediately right now." Yeah, I'm gonna pull I out a, a Casio. A, yeah, exactly. Hold yeah. on, I downloaded an app. Here you go, please. You know, it's like with comedy. It's like, yeah. dude, it's not, uh, you know, that's not how this works. You want a seltzer? That makes sense. Uh, yeah, sure, please. I'll definitely take one. This is awesome. You know, my, I'll be honest, my plan, because this is, people don't know this, but it's like, whatever, like 11, 12 in the morning. Uh, fire me the uh, the pretty looking one, the LaCroix, the LaCroix over here. I, uh, I was almost thinking about doing mimosas. I swear to God, I was going to bring champagne and orange juice because <laughs> uh, it's morning time, right? And we're fancy here. But then I was just like, I've just been on this kick of just trying to drink less and less alcohol. Yeah. Because I went on like a fucking four month bender where I was just drinking literally every single day. I mean, that was part of the uh, reason why I was at Joey's yesterday. I was uh, it's like, okay, I want to go out with one last hurrah. This is the bar I really like. I know a lot of the people here. I've only been here like three times where they all like, it's one of those places normally where I walk in and I'm like, people are excited to see me. Like I'm the funny guy there. So it's just like, I need this right now. The show last night got fucking destroyed. There was no one there. I had that. I had bombed like at a bunch of shit in Greenwich Village recently. And it's just nice. like, I need this pick me up. And then after tonight, we're just going to try to keep an eye on that. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> no, nah, that bar, that bar is cool, man. Cause yeah. you know, he, he did a Joe DeRosa did a great job making it feel like a neighborhood bar. Yeah. Reasonably also, priced ass sandwiches. Oh yeah. Sandwiches are awesome. I mean, uh, I went there and I, um, shit, I was trying to handle their social media account. I'm like, fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like taking pictures. I was like, yo, this is amazing. You know, like, um, but yeah, again, just again, being a born and born and bred New Yorker, it's yeah. like, and not to like suck them off too much, but not for nothing. I do like the fact that the, everything is super reasonably priced. Yeah. It's a, it's a good vibe. It's chill. You know what I mean? Like you could get a, like last night we got a bunch of stuff. The bill was not that crazy. Well, I mean, it was not that crazy. And there was like three of us things. There's like, if you're there, like you have a couple of beers, nine times out of 10 bartenders going to give you a free one. Uh, like 
there there are people who stop by and just like, hey, brought some snacks to the bar. Like uh, one guy brought in like a uh, Raspberry Pi, like one of those mini computers. Has a there's a whole like library of video games there. Oh, one of those. Yeah, like yeah. they got movies playing all the time. It's fucking great. Yeah, man. So that's why, like last night, I kind of it was my first time drinking in like a week. And um, all it took was like a couple whiskeys and I was already saying racial slurs or something. I don't even know what I was doing, but um, you didn't need the whiskeys for that. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I screamed that into my pillow at <laughs> night. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, nah, man, it was uh, it was it was definitely a good time. I forgot what we were talking about, but um, yeah, definitely. The pet peeve thing sucks. That's that's the worst when people like comedy. Uh, what else? Uh, does anybody ever that I, I get this sometimes it's like oh where do you perform yeah right and you kind of almost have to distinguish of just like listen i'm an open mic comic so yeah. like sure i do get shows like maybe one a week maybe yeah. but as in perform i'm doing fucking open mics all over the place and yeah. you don't want to go to those no. that you're not going to see me in my best light like i i love the explanation you have to give them for an open mic like if anyone wants to get really in depth with it it's just like Okay, so uh, you know how COVID happened and a lot of people stopped going outside except for people who needed to leave their homes or were homeless, desperate? Uh, that is everyone at this mic, desperate, yeah. nearly homeless. Like, you will see people... Unloved, at, yeah. yeah <laughs> that there is such a level of self-disrespect, not even self-hate or self-loathing, just... No, everyone's like, yeah, I'm shit. I'm here. I I, I want to be less shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, um, when I first told my family I was doing stand-up, like, yeah. they weren't super surprised because, of course, they knew I did acting and whatnot. Yeah. But when I said it, my uh, my sister, God bless her, she was just like, um, so what do you talk about in your skits? <laughs> and I was just like, well, you know, um, I talk about a lot of things, but uh, they're not really skits. She was like, yeah, but then what are they called? And I'm like, I don't know, bits, a routine, yeah. my stand-up. Like, I, you know, I don't, I I don't mean, know how to, you know, not to sound like a fucking, you know, a nerd about it, but it's just kind of like, it's just funny how people's like knowledge of it, you know, calling them skits. I'm like, that's TikTok. Like uh, at least once a week, I'll, I'll have my parents say, did we make it into any of your bits? And it's just like, uh no no you did not yeah when when people do that i'm like i'm gonna cut you out of my life yeah. like you're not gonna even be in my bits at this point stop yeah, you, saying like, you you are worthy of just being cut out entirely for that yeah and if i put you in it's gonna be bad like it's not gonna you don't be good hear this yeah i'm not gonna be like my mom's the best <laughs> like it's no. not gonna happen i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the worst quality of you yeah exactly because that's where the comedy is you know it, it, it's not like oh yeah they're fantastic people uh and like you know they raised me. I, I think they raised me well. Great folks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so it's funny that you yeah. say that. All right. So this is a, this is a true story. Yeah. Uh, when I first started comedy, I was only maybe a month or two in. Yeah. And I had posted some videos or, or something or a post. And somehow, because of the hashtag I used or whatever, some yeah. dude reached out to me on Facebook. Yeah. And he, I don't know where he's, he's not from, like, New York or some shit. I forgot where he's from. Anyway, I blocked him because he was so weird. Uh, he, he literally sent me voice messages on messenger and he was saying like, Hey man, like, so I swear to God, this is, he was a white guy. He was just like, I, I knew that. But. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, Hey man, I see you're a comic. That's pretty cool. I want to do comedy too. Uh, you know, if I go up, I would do something like this. And then that, that voice message cuts and then he does another one 
and he goes, he goes, I'll go up there and I'll say, hey, what's up, you motherfucker? Stop laughing. So he assumed when he goes on stage, people were just going to laugh when he gets on stage. Like, that goes to show you like, the detachment. Like, what... I, I just love that idea that the audience immediately will love you. Yeah. Because unless you're a big act, they don't. And even if you are, if you shit the bed on stage, they they will give up on you. You get a minute or two. Yeah. You get a minute or two of the applause and the shock and, oh, my God, it's Jerry Seinfeld or yeah. whoever. But then after a while, it's like, now you have to be funny. Like, oh. now you have to tell your jokes. Like, uh, you know Joe List, right? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I fucking love him. He was one of the uh, first big comics I ever, like, met, had, like, I hung out with for a little bit. Nice. He was doing uh, spots at Hyenas in Fort Worth. And uh, at first, like, I saw him do his first set of the night. And the only people laughing were the comics on the side. Like, there's a separation where the comics sit, like, yeah, you, you get the little cattle car over here. Yep. And I I just love seeing the audience just, okay, yeah, he's here. We all came out for this. You know, Comics dying, <laughs> nothing. Next night, he he seems morose. He is, he is fucking out of this shit. Mm -hmm. And fucking kills. Yeah. Dude, there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. You could bring the energy. You could bring the energy. You could have some pretty good jokes that yeah. have worked before and fucking they could just hate you. Yeah. You just go on the stage and they're just, they're looking at you and they're just like, I don't like short, bald Puerto Ricans right now. Yeah. You're not on my, you're not on my favorites list. Uh, what's Geek Squad doing on stage right now? Yeah. No, a hundred percent. some problems with internet home. You can help fix that. I don't know what the hell you're doing here. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, dude, it's just, you don't know what you're stepping into. You know, people are just looking at you and you're like, oh, all right, I'm going to try my best. Yeah. And then there's other times, like, for instance, shit, I had, a, I had a really good bar show where, like, literally these people were savages. They were savages. But they had, they brought the best fucking energy I've yeah. ever had, I've, I've almost ever seen. You know, because they were just ready to have a good time. You know, versus other people where it's like, I don't know what you're expecting here. This isn't Robin Williams, you know, yeah. shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about some weird, dark shit, you know? So, right. you know. I mean, like, I, I did a show at Eastville one time. and It looked like it was a fucking family reunion. Okay. and That's the best. I, I had no idea. <laughs> well, everyone looked related there. It was like yeah. 30 people came in at once. Nice. And fucking killer set. I do a show a couple of days later, same set, same punches, all that, nothing. Mm. It's just like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> the train should be coming in about 10 minutes. I can get it on the track in 9 minutes and 30 seconds. Like, yeah, if I leave right stop now. Stop me <laughs> before I, okay. Yeah, if I, if I don't finish this set, I could make it home in time to fucking cry, cry <laughs> myself to sleep. Um, I hope this isn't boring to people because we're just like comedy nerd I, going I, deep here. Do you do realize who listens to this, right? Four people. It's three people <laughs> in Germany. Everyone else we all know. Oh, sick. Yeah. All right. That's what's up. And I think the only reason why I have those German people is because they haven't realized that I'm not like German German. They see ah. the last name and go like, ah, oh, Rosenzweig. Yeah, good name. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. dude. Um, all right, cool. So let me talk about a list of comics that I know that are racist. Uh, let's go down the list. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I'm here. <laughs> all right, me too. Fuck <laughs> it. All right. Well, this turned into a rally. But, um, uh, oh, okay. Nah, cool, man. Yeah, I just, you know. 
I listen. I, I'm a comedy nerd. I love this shit. I could talk yeah. about it all day. So that's why you know. Yeah. That, I, I don't know if you talk about current events or something. You start bringing up fucking no Chloe Kardashian. I have no idea. It veers off in different directions. It just depends on who's here. Like with uh, Chris on here, it's a three hour long podcast. And we got like real fucking philosophical for a while. Though. Ah, nice. Yeah. Like it's just whatever happens happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So it's just free form. Yeah. Just whatever you want to do. It's just like there's some jump off points like with comedy and all that shit and it goes from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. That's sick, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nah. So I think, uh, shit. Yeah. Comedy's fucking, you know, people don't know what they're missing. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't know what they're missing when it comes to just doing what we do. Sure. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not glorious. Yeah. But you know what, man? It's fun. At the end of the day, it's fun. Yeah. And you meet, and again, to just to go back to what we talked about like an hour ago, it was just like the people that you meet. Like, again, when I would look around, when yeah. we were in Joey Rose's hanging out, and I looked at the five of us or whatever, I'm yeah. like, none of us would be friends right now. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, well, you got in regular Mike, life. Who was like a retired cop. You got Chris, who yeah. grew up in the Bronx, and basically, he's, if it wasn't for comedy, I'm pretty sure he would just be. Like spouting off some knowledge about like rap history. Yeah, or he'd be cutting meat in the back of a yeah. fucking deli. I don't know. Natalie, just he'd like that joke, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he he'd like that. He, joke. I mean, he looks like my butcher, but uh, yeah, but like Natalie works in like uh, film and video shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a, you work at a gym, and like I was working in production, and then I got into food service. Like, yeah, dude. none of these things intersect. Oh, no, not at all. No. Like, I mean, I did I did hospitality for a number of years. Yeah. Like, I worked at bars and restaurants. That's yeah. how I did, like, karaoke. That was, like, a thing that I did. But, no, it's, yeah, man, when you look around, you're like, none of us should be friends. Like, even when Akshay comes around, I'm like, I would never be Akshay's friend. No, if it, never. But it's just, I mean, I'm still not his friend. Can I make that very clear? I'm still not his friend. Every time I see him, I throw up mentally. No, I'm joking. No, what I'm going to say is, that's an inside joke. We always rag on each other. Yeah. But, um... No, but uh, yeah, man, I think it's, it, it, it is kind of cool. And I used to, so me and uh, Mark Norman, because yep. uh, we're best friends. No, we're not. Yeah. But he doesn't know who I am. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's a skateboarder, yeah. right? Or he used to be a skateboarder, I guess. Yeah. And same thing for me. Like, I did skateboarding for, like, shit, like 10 years. So, like, he's talked about skateboarding, and I totally identify with that because skateboarding also, too, is this weird ragtag group of people where, like, Shit, that's how I met my first Asian friend. Yeah, was through skateboarding, oh. and um, that's how we, you know, like we high it. school. Uh, like I had a contemporary music class where basically I was just like producing beats, doing like some editing for uh, like a bunch of audio shit, basically. And like I was friends with anyone who had an instrument or an idea for a song. There's no reason why I should have been friends. It's like, yeah. Uh, so my cousin here, he has. Uh, he has some tracks that he wants you to listen to. And it's just like, all of a sudden, like, I was in a trap house with a laptop helping <laughs> this guy put this shit together. Like, yeah. uh, I I helped out a ska band, shit like that. And it's just like, yeah, none of these things should intersect. And I think it's like one of those weird things, like, particular kinds of art. Like, you're not going to find, like, fine artists, like, sure. doing this kind of shit. But, like, music and uh, comedy especially, you have this weird overlap where it's just like yeah there's no reason why these people should be together at all oh easily yeah. oh easily it, it's like we all just kind of like find each other you know what i mean yeah. because we all have that same common there's 
there's a, a like I don't know I kind of think of it as like you know in the old cartoons when they show like a bunch of cogs and then yeah. a spring kind of pops up yeah it's like boing that's literally every comic has that yeah. spring just fucking loose yeah. you know it, and that's it that's what it is we all kind of like we all get each other yeah most of us let's be honest we were ourselves twenty four seven we wouldn't be able to function in society oh yeah listen I have to dial it down yeah I have to dial it down. Like, I just, it's insane, the thoughts that I have. I'm just like, all right, I can't. I can't, I can't say what I'm really feeling about you right now. Yeah. You know, I have to work. Like, I have to clock in here. Oh, it's just like, I work with a coworker who's dumb as shit. Nice. Super affable guy, dumb as a doorknob. This guy, like, every time he talks, it's like, I, like, I'm a drinker. You are worse than, like, a Jaeger bomb for my brain. Every time you open your mouth. <laughs> It's just like I can feel the brain cells dying. Yeah, he's, he's the fireball whiskey of people. I, I am the... <laughs> yeah. I am actively dumber by being around you. I can't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I can say that to one of my friends because it's like a funny thing, but like I can go off on a whole tangent about that. But you oh. can't do that with like a coworker. I can't have these thoughts around them. Oh. Or like I was working on a joke the other day, and it's like, uh, yeah, can't, uh, can't workshop this here. Uh that that nope that line is uh disgusting like yeah. trying to work out like the uh hairy asshole bit before nice. and it was just like i i have to talk with comics well yeah i mean listen you're at your job and you're like hey jake can you put the pasta down for a second look uh i want to talk about my hairy asshole how do you <laughs> feel about that i mean i'm not gonna <laughs> lie listen i'll be honest with you i've run certain stuff by my coworkers. yeah just for just for shits and giggles. And I, I wouldn't set it up. I wouldn't be like, hey, everybody, you're going to listen to me perform. I'll just lean over and I'll be like, hey, dude, you know, did you hear that uh, NASA is going to send a bunch of people in color and women to the moon by 2025? And he'll be like, yeah. And he's black. And I'll yeah. be like, sounds like they want to get rid of us, man. What do you think? And then he'll start <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, all right, well, there's my bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, you know, we're always just trying to, at least for me, I'm always just like, cause I can't go to Mike's all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I work long hours. So I just, I'll workshop it with like my coworkers. And if I get a little shock response, I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. I got something, you know? I mean, like with my neighborhood that I work in like park slope, pretty much anything about like families, pets, or, uh, just like rich white people. I can, work through all that but i can't do much else there yeah yeah very very narrow group of people come into work yeah i mean yeah dude i i don't know it's like it, well yeah sure it's kind of like working any kind of room right mm -hmm. like if you're like in an indie room or if you're like in a black room if you know it's like i i do yeah you you try your best yeah to adapt i i gotta ask what what's your favorite kind of room to work um shit dude that that's uh yeah they can vary a lot oh for sure yeah um i've realized like again i'm italian puerto rican grew up in new york grew up mostly puerto rican friends mostly i, I the reason why that i preface with that yeah. is because i have the whitest humor <laughs> like that, i feel like my humor is very white so i i do i do okay with white people but yeah. they're very confused because they're looking at me like this fucking bank robber what is he doing talking about this, you know? Yeah. But I'm also a little dark, so that's why, like, you yeah. know, I don't know, dude. I'm well, all over the place. Weird. Like, for me, strangely enough, black rooms. Okay. Yeah, I I, I, see I don't get it. It's just, that's the, like, with my style of humor, especially being, like, the brightest shade of pale. 
Yeah. Like, I don't expect to do well there. And then it's like I look back at where I grew up. It's like, yeah, I was the only white guy there. So, yeah. Well, yeah. plus, you know, not for nothing. If you're a white guy going up in front of like a black room, you know, it's self-deprecation. Yeah. That wins them over because you're not like, you know, you're not yeah. saying like how great it is to be white. <laughs> you're saying like I have an airy, hairy asshole and they're like, yeah. ah, he does. Yeah. Fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, so it, it works out. I mean, yeah, I've done those rooms and. I, like I don't know, man. Maybe, obviously, everything comes with uh, everything comes with experience. But like the the few times that I've done it, n- didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> just did not do well, to say the least. You know, the the indie rooms are the probably the roughest ones for me. Oh yeah, because I have to do a, a vagina monologue just to yeah. get their attention. I have to say how great women are. You know, I have to tone down my masculinity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because my face is too strong and I lift weights. I'm yeah. sorry. You know what I mean? I don't hate women. You like, know? I look like I just got back from a rally. Not a good one either. Like, that that's how I look constantly. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to work well in this room. Yeah, man. Well, you know what? Look, you always go up with the expectation of like, hey, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to try my best. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always good to see a couple comics go up in front of you. It's just yeah. so you're like, all right, what material are they laughing at? What's the vibe? Um but then, you know, even even with that, man, shit can get off the rails either way. Yeah. You know, they could be laughing. It could be a warm crowd. You go up there and be like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, but not you, though. You know, you know what the <laughs> weirdest... going to laugh at you. You know the weirdest room I ever did? Greenwich Village Comedy Club one night. Uh, it was entirely college-age Jews. Okay. It was, okay. It was fucking bizarre because everyone just went off on a tangent about being a Jew. Oh, it was and one it's of like, those. As, as a Jew, I was uncomfortable being around that many Jews. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, you know, they could take us all out right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, that's actually, it's funny you bring that up too, because that's like a very Jewish comic thing to do. Like people don't, it's like, uh, I'll see a comic go up and they'll be like, I'm a Jew. And then the next comic, I'm a Jew. And I'm like, all right, we get it. You're all Jews. <laughs> like, that's why, like. Yeah, it's like, all right. Well, I mean, I had a friend of mine back home go like, yeah, you, a lot of your stuff is about being a Jew. You should just work on other stuff. And it's like, yeah, I cut out everything except for, like, an opening bit. Like, I have 30 seconds of Jew. Everything else is just me. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. Like, we want to know about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> um, But, yeah, dude, it's... uh, Like, Ari Shafir can get away with that because, like, he was, like, super orthodox. That was, like, most of his life. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. like, in the army and shit. Yeah. You know, from what I understand. Um, and he is, like, a super Jew. He's, like, 6'5". Yeah. yeah, he... That's what we all aspire to be. Like, he's, like... A, it was, like, as if a fucking... A, a dreidel bit him. A radioactive dreidel bit him. And now he is the super Jew. Yeah. There, there's something to that guy. I saw him in person uh, a few times. But, yeah. like, there was one time in particular... I was watching a show. And um, this was with Prohibition. And Ari Shafir was on the lineup. He came downstairs. And, I mean, he just stood next to me. Yeah. And his fucking facial features were so scary, dude. Yeah. He's such a, he has such prominent facial features. I just, and he's so fucking tall that it just, I, I got, I got scared. Like he yeah. could kill me with his bare hands. You know what I mean? I mean, like, uh, if I walk down the street that way, I, I run into the Hasidic neighborhood. Mm. And, uh, for me, that is one of the most terrifying places to be in the world. Yeah. They can judge me. They all know I'm a Jew somehow. And it's just like, you're not one of the good ones. Oh, dude, yeah. those, when I drive by the Hasidic neighborhoods, they stare in my car like 
I'm in the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're looking at me like, oh, there's other people. Like there's like, what is this vehicle? Like, you know, like it's the strangest thing, dude. Like I'm an alien. I, I will say it is always funny. Like, uh, have you ever seen any of them? I, I don't know if this is common. I saw one night, there was like three old Hasidic guys, cigarettes in hand, brown bag in the other, having a hell of a time. It was just the most bizarre scene that I've like walked by in New York. Like Everything else I've seen, fine. Crazy stuff happens. Three shithouse yeah. drunk Hasidic Jews like hollering at each other from across the street. That, that was... That was nuts. That one, but shit. Maybe they just got liberated. I have I no idea. Know. Did they leave? <laughs> Did they get? Did they finally get Palestine. Yeah, right. They were celebrating, dude. I've I've never seen that. But here's the one thing I, yo, let me tell you, man. Whatever. This sounds weird, but like, or in the anti-Semitic portion of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at that point where you know I really think we should rally them together. No. Um. Sorry. All right. I'm going off on a tangent yeah, now because now, now I have two different. I have two different thoughts. Go. The first thought is. You know, I totally see why, like, you know, there's so many Jewish people in comedy yeah. because, like, on just a on a normal level, like, Jewish people just got jokes ready to go. Yeah. Like, I went to a jewelry store to get my watch replaced, and just this guy with the dead cert, and he was just fucking making jokes left and right about anything. Yeah. Like, he had material for shit that I haven't even thought of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's like a cultural thing, dude. Yeah, to just make me laugh. Like, and I was just like, this fucking guy had a, had a watch joke. Like... I never thought about a while. And he just, I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Okay. So now I get it. You know what I mean? Like, and they were Jews. So I don't know if I said that, but said anyway. jewelry store. It made sense. Jewelry store. <laughs> it's in the name. Um, so I was thinking about Asian hate. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> this is, <I> was, <laughs> just follow me here. I, I, um, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this the other day. Right. I was thinking about like, you know, all it, all it took was like this one woman to like, get beaten up and then you know they're like stop asian hate there's too yep. many asians getting beaten up and then i started thinking about it statistically yeah this is gonna sound so bad but i fuck it statistically there's more asians than there are regular like not regular sorry <laughs> everyone else <laughs> other people <laughs> and uh good drivers no um uh and it's just like you know if like two get beaten up i don't know if that's considered asian hate yeah. Right. Like there needs to be a lot more for it to become a hate crime. But if you smack one Jew, you've killed all of Israel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, does I, that make sense? So when I first moved up here, uh, there was apparently a spike in anti-Semitic crime, according to my father. Uh, you know what the spike was? What's that? Uh, one Hasidic Jew got punched outside of Penn Station. See, I, I, just like, I just proved it right now. I just proved it right now. Yeah, I know. At least once every other month, I'll get a call from my dad will sound very worried i've heard there's been a lot of crimes against jews in new york and it's like yeah there's a lot of fucking jews in new york i'm not sure if that lines up yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and you know what's funny it's um, like one of the few places where you can commit a crime and accidentally hit a jew along the way oh by accident listen they consider a crime if you don't put pickles in their sandwich you exactly. know what i'm saying <laughs> like they'll be like this is a crime that's my jew voice and um no but it, it it's fucking hilarious dude yeah. it's hilarious and I've found this out that like Jews know Jew crimes more than anybody else. I, I you know what I'm saying? Until I moved here, and I now I have my dad just watching those. Like the Jews are in trouble in New York. Yeah, I must tell my son. 
It's like a Jew. There's like a Jew citizen app. Yeah. Or something that like you guys only know about because like literally I was talking to a couple of other comics. Like yeah. I was talking to uh, like Isaac Gartenberg yeah. and Andrew Ginsberg, uh, two awesome dudes, obviously holler at the village idiots. And um, like literally Isaac was telling me he was just like, yeah, dude. There's tons of anti-Semitic crime happening right now. And he started rattling off statistics that I'm like, only Jews know that. Do, <laughs> like, no one else know knows our that. Secret? Do you want to know how we all know this stuff? Is there, do you guys have like a cloud? Like a, uh, like it's a, similar. Uh, so, you know <laughs> a how. A cloud system? Yeah. You know what circumcision is when you take off the foreskin? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we send those all to. I Israel. kept mine, by the way. Yeah, we, we send all of those to Israel and they form them into one giant foreskin we're all mentally linked that way oh is yeah, that what yeah, it is yeah. it's it's actually an elon musk's neural link yeah you yeah. guys had it first yeah uh you you get a little bit of foreskin put right back here you know what actually you're right because the foreskin listen because your dick is like an antenna yeah. right so when you remove the foreskin now you guys can communicate yeah, it's a little signal that's why me i never know what you're thinking yeah because i still have my hood on yeah exactly you need you know snip snip yeah, yeah, I do that. Then yeah. all of a sudden, I'll get so much information I, I, from like the universe and shit. Hell yeah, dude! No, just from Jews. Oh, just like Jew information. Yeah. It'll be like, don't walk down that block. Yeah, yeah that, that's it. You, you'll get that. And it's like, I feel like they have a sale. Yeah, they charge too much for the bagels over there. Go to my friend over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, you you just get that info. Ah, that's the secrets. Yeah. Ah, you fucking all right? Okay. Ask a Jew where a good bowl of soup is in a the neighborhood. They'll know. I don't know why they're. Like, we are a soupy people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yo, I don't know. Okay, so I know uh, Jewish people love, like, locks, right? Yeah. Obviously. I know, right. again, being born from here. I, I didn't have locks until I moved up here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, you haven't had locks until you've been up here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even if you've had it before somewhere else, until you come to New York, this is the real yeah. lock shit. I feel like I get overcharged for my locks because I'm not Jewish. Yeah, you do. Like, seriously, like, I, I got locks once on a bagel, and, like, I, I loaded it up with, like, tomato, fucking yeah. delicious sandwich. He was like, oh, that'll be uh, $22. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about here? He gave me, like, an anti-Jew tax. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that... I, like normally for Jews, it's, like, $9, but he's like, for you, 22 Jesus. Yeah, man. That, that really, like, I wanted to create a, an anti-Semitic crime right there. I mean, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the bagel right back at him. Be like, this is bullshit, dude. You know? Um, but yeah, man, no, I do like locks though and all that shit. I yeah. love it. I love it. I mean, I've been making my own at home like the last few months just because it's easy. But what do you just chop up salmon? So you get salmon, you wrap it in salt, some sugar, uh, and whatever other flavors you want. Wrap it up, throw it in the fridge for like two days. You got locks. Really? You don't like smoke it or something? You can smoke it. Uh, like I use liquid smoke. Oh, okay. Real fucking easy. How, how like how long does it last though? Like, don't you have to eat it fast? Uh, you can it lasts like a week or so because cured. Oh, is that yeah. how it works? Because yeah. you're putting all the salt and all yeah. that stuff. Oh, that's really cool, man. Yeah, it's easy as shit. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, easier than uh, spending like fifteen bucks on a package of locks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I learned my lesson with that shit. Yeah, never I, again. I, I don't get how some of the shit is so expensive here. It makes no sense. You look, This is on the ocean. I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, um, yeah, literally. I mean, I don't even know where the fuck salmon comes from because we don't have bears and shit around here in creeks. But, like, either way, uh, yeah, just the price. I mean, all right, now I'm turning into a Jew. I'm talking about prices. What the fuck is happening yeah. here? But anyway, yes. Actually, you know what has gone expensive? And fuck it. We're going to talk about it. 
is restaurants. I feel like restaurants now, everything is increased by like 32%. What the fuck is a regular ass burger? Like $12. Oh, that's low, my friend. No, I'm saying like. That's low. I, I go to like the shitty like burger joint a few blocks up from here. Mm. When I moved here, it was like eight bucks for a burger. Yeah. Yeah. It, like there, there's a restaurant nearby my restaurant, just like a Thai joint. Bad Thai there is like 21 bucks. Holy shit. Yeah. It, no, listen, not for nothing. That's why I've been like cooking way more at home, man. Cause I can't do this shit anymore. Yeah. Like fucking, you know, I go out, I'm like, Oh, let me get like, yeah, let me get just some French fries. And they are like, that'll be $32. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. You got a meal prep. I'm meal prepping, but you know, whatever, dude, people hate me cause I'm a fucking meathead, but yeah, I don't know, dude. But anyway, moving on, I, I don't reformed meathead myself. Yeah, yeah. 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 You look like you played football or something. I, I did power like lifting. field hockey. I did, I did power lifting in college. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So you're doing uh, just like, what are we talking about? Like bench, deadlift, bench, deadlift, squat, squats, all that shit. Nice. Yeah. What 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 was your uh, your your total? Uh, my total towards the end was about nineteen hundred. Okay. What was your deadlift? Uh, my deadlift, uh, the highest I ever got it was uh, five hundred five. That's heavy. Yeah. And then what was your squat? Uh, squat was always shit. It was only around like four hundred. Okay. And then what was your bench then? Because how are you going to get to 1,900, you fucking liar? I'm just putting out numbers. <laughs> I, I never kept track of that shit. It's like 300-something for bench. Like I, Okay, okay, I was, okay. See? I'm not a liar. Not necessarily. I'm just really bad with numbers. I didn't get that. Any, anyway, anyway. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we got another episode next week with Mario on it. Uh, we're going to be recording more. I'm... Sorry for the break. Uh, I had COVID, and every other person who I was going to be doing this with also caught COVID. So, uh, kind of a uh, kind of threw a wrench into things. But we're back. We're going to be doing more shit than ever before. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. <laughs>